the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Oftentimes I feel like I'm swimming against the tide. It's because I am swimming against the tide. I'll give you some examples. Most modern scripture scholars say that Mary of Magdalene, our diocesan patroness, is not the sister of Martha and Lazarus, Mary of Bethany, that they are not the same person. I, on the contrary, say, well, Pope St. Gregory the Great said that they were. Modern scripture scholars, Pope St. Gregory the Great, doctor of the church, guess who wins? Most modern scripture scholars will also say that the woman in today's gospel is not St. Mary Magdalene. And yet, from the very beginning, this scripture has been re- read as if she was. was. Now, I'll, I'll give them this. It's, there is nothing in sacred scripture that absolutely identifies them. But again, modern scripture scholars, tradition, tradition wins. But whatever you believe, this is a very important part of sacred scripture. It is one that speaks to many people and shows us in a very concrete way the mercy and the forgiveness of God. A woman was caught in the very act of adultery and she was brought before Jesus by the scribes and the Pharisees. Now, when the scribes and the Pharisees bring anyone or anything to Jesus, your radar should be turned on because they're trying to set him up. They wanted to have something to accuse him of. They said to him, Moses said that people caught in adultery should be taken outside the city walls and stoned to death. What do you say? They thought they had Jesus between a rock and a hard place as it were. If he said, let her go, forgive her, they'd say, well, what about the law of Moses? And if Jesus said, stone her to death, they'd say, what about this mercy that you are always talking about? They thought they had him. I almost feel sorry for the scribes and the Pharisees. Almost. Because Jesus never falls into their trap. Instead, he begins to write upon the ground. Now, I once was at a a mass where the priest in his homily said that what Jesus was really doing was he was doodling in the dust to show his utter contempt for the scribes and the Pharisees. I do not think that is the case. Again, what does tradition tell us? that Jesus wrote the sins of the crowd on the ground. I believe this because, first of all, it says not that Jesus drew in the dust. It says he wrote in the dust. And secondly, who, who begins to leave first? The elders. You know, those of us who are older, we've had more time to rack up a sin account. 
They saw their sins first. And they left because Jesus said, Let he who is without sin throw the first stone. And they began to leave one by one until it was just Jesus and the woman. Woman, has anyone condemned you? Where are they? No one, sir. Neither do I condemn you. But don't do it again. It's one thing that is also very clear in the story, is she was guilty. Guilty as sin, as it were. And yet, she was given the chance for forgiveness. She was not condemned. It is the same with us. When is the time of condemnation and judgment? When we die and are taken before the Lord. Until then, we are given the opportunity to turn from our sins and to sin no more. What does Jesus tell us? We are forgiven, but don't do it again. It is not a free ticket. Jesus does not say, oh, it doesn't matter. Do whatever you want. He says, don't do it again. This is what we must do. Turn from sin and receive the forgiveness of Christ while we are still able. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.